Hi, my name is Christian Convery, and I play Gus in Sweet Tooth, and today you're listening to Outside the Long Box. In the distant future, the crew of the commercial spaceship Nostromo learn a very important lesson. Always read your contract. It's thinking outside the long box. In space, no one will discuss the bonus situation. <laughs> After watching it again, that's my favorite part. There is a lot of bonus talk. There is a lot of bonus talk. There, I felt he had good points. <laughs> Him and the other guy seemed to do most everything. <laughs> so, hey everybody, I'm Juan. I'm Doyle. Uh, we're here to talk about the 1979 horror film, uh, science fiction horror film, directed by Ridley Scott and written by Dan O'Brien. The one that started a whole fucking giant line of alien shit. Uh, alien. Yeah, movies, um, video games, comic books, regular books. <laughs> now a TV show, probably. Uh, no, not pro. I think that's shooting already. Oh, I, I thought it was like in the talks, but I didn't know it was like a thing thing. Uh, I will look that up here in a little bit, but uh, uh, obviously, um, it's based. Uh, it follows the crew of the commercial space tug Nostromo when and who encounter the eponymous alien and aggressive and deadly extraterrestrial extraterrestrial <laughs> set loose on the ship. The film stars a bunch of people, but Sigourney Weaver's probably the most famous. John Hurt, um, and then who's the android? What the frick is his name? I know the captain might be just as famous as her. I forget who it is. His name. But... Me too. Not as famous to us, but I know he's a big time actor. But uh, yeah, so they're in hypersleep. Uh, they get woken up because of some f- signal that they don't. They think is a hey, come help us signal. The AI on their spaceship awakens them. Yes, because they receive a help signal. And so apparently, it's like illegal to not go and help somebody when they send you a distress signal, which seems really fucking weird. Uh, I could kind of see it because, like, the odds of a spaceship running anywhere near you in vast open space, like, far away, is <laughs> not good. And, like, it ignores you. The odds of another one coming by is real not good. So I could kind of see how it's just, like, a thing, like a space law. That's crazy, though. Like, you're you're on this trip. And that's supposed to be really, really long. You're just a tugboat. Like, you're not anything special. A like, cause ridiculous you would, tugboat. Did you, did you read the stats at the beginning? It's like 20 uh, million pounds of ore. It's I like seven it. people. <laughs> How the hell is ore? But you would think, like... Take a long time to get that much ore. <laughs> you, would, you, would, you would think if humans have this ability, that they have some kind of space police force of some kind. I don't think it's ever going to work that way. Because, like... Space is just too big. Like, you're still, like, limited by, like, how you can send shit. Of course. Of yeah. course. But, I mean, we have a, like, we. how long is the, the, uh, the fuck is it called? The space shuttle that's out there. It's not a shuttle. The station. The uh, International Space yeah. Station. That's been out there for a long, long time. It's about to come down, I think, here well, soon. I think that this is, like, 
a different like star, like a different planetary right. system away, though. Like, so, so I assume at some point, though, use because this seems like really, really regular at this point in this. In, at least, yeah, at least it feels that shit. way. Yeah. So you would think that, like, okay, we're gonna go this far, and then we're gonna set something up so that if some shit, crazy shit does happen, you can just go there, and you don't have to try and come all the way back home without any help, yeah. right? You would think that there's some kind of something out there built in a way. That if something crazy happens, you're at least not 20, 30 years from something, you know? And so, because they're bringing this ore back somewhere. But you you are also assuming, like, this is 100% like set up. Well, yeah. This could be the farthest, like, that people had gone. Because it is just a crash spaceship. Like, this could be, like, at the beginning of, like, the outskirts of, like, going that far. It could be, I guess. It could be that there's just not. Or, like, it could be just a radio signal just takes a couple months to get from one place to the other. Right. And, like, like you said, even if that's, say, it's, like, a month or whatever. Like, we've figured out some new technology where they can send it, like, and it takes a month, which I think would be, well, ridiculously more powerful than we have now, <laughs> depending on how far away it was from anything. That's still, like, a whole lot of time for you to die. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like your plan – I feel like it, and yeah. the human race is not sometimes – not as smart as you think, but I feel like you're you're not just if this is your maiden voyage or sometime early, yeah. you're not just sending people out. Just I'll see you. We'll see you in forty years. You know who knows? Yeah. You're that's just not. A, it seems like there's a whole company like they're fucking transporting yeah, all of this. Or there's definitely space shit happening. We don't know like at what. I mean, I'm sure there are nerds who have figured out what and where and how far and why not. But, like, <laughs> as far as we know, like, this distress signal is, like, two days old. Like, we don't really know. Anything, right. You know what I mean? Or a day old. Could just happen. I think, anyway. I don't know. No, because he's he looks pretty, like, crispy by the time they get to the engineer does. Yeah. We know that now that he's an engineer. Were the engineers the one that sent the message? I thought there was, like, a down, like, human spaceship. Uh, I don't think so. I think it came from that spaceship. Hmm, okay. Well, I mean, it's beyond weird that we would even, like, receive any kind of message in a way that would make sense from an alien spaceship. Well, Ripley ends up Ripley ends up kind of breaking it at, bef- before the first egg hatches yeah. and saying, this seems more like a, a warning not a distress signal, yeah. you know what I mean. But then she then telecoms go down and blah, 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 she can't get to him anymore. Um, which, which doesn't even make sense when you like later on figure out more about the <laughs> them. Like they would not warn you. <laughs> <laughs> they would invite you. <laughs> so it, it, the whole thing is weird. I, the whole the whole not setting something up to help it seems weird to me. But anyways, yeah. the Nostromo they wake up, you know, blah blah blah. They get the distress signal. They go to LV. Four twenty-four, I think it was. I don't recall. Fuck me either. LV. I've seen this movie a lot of times, and I did watch it again, but I didn't pay like that close of attention to like the little. I don't remember it. Um, they 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 touch down on LV, whatever it is, and like I said, they lose communication, and the fucking alien. They find under the ship a huge amount of a- of eggs. Yeah, um, we know now they're face huggers, um, but it's yes. the first time that that's really happened in that universe, as far as we know. <clears throat> the weird thing to me is watching face huggers kind of subsequently in down the line. It feels like the face hugger like melted 
the his helmet or some shit, which yeah. is really I don't I don't know that I've seen face huggers splash acid out. I've seen them getting shot or tried to get stabbed and acid is coming out. But I don't know that they attack with acid. And he, like, collapsed real fucking easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I think there was some things in this movie that, like, other movies did slightly differently. Like, they're always changed. The Xenomorphs right. are always changing a little oh, yeah. bit, this and that. In the next movie, they change. Yeah. Because I'm not one of these people that it's like, I like the Alien franchise. We've discussed it before. I think Aliens <laughs> is by far the best movie. Um, I think that's why we talked about it first. But like the xenomorphs or the or the facehuggers have never like really like captivated me as like an alien species like just looks like a big bug like <laughs> the whole acid for blood thing doesn't make a whole lot of sense <laughs> to me I mean maybe it's possible I don't know but they were bioengineered bro I mean I still assume that your body has to like function correctly but <laughs> like I'm just like what kind of nutrients is it delivering when it melts everything. <laughs> Would it just melt the nutrients? <laughs> Again, I'm not a scientist. So maybe it's possible. I'm just saying. So, like, that part, I mean, he does go through his face mask. It is very quick. I assume you would collapse that quickly if that happened to you. Because, like, if it burns through your, like, face mask, or maybe it just doesn't have pressure. But no, because it looks like straight melt. It, looks, it like looks like it was melted. melted through. Yeah. I think it would be more damage to his face. Yeah, I, I agree. And that's, that's, that's a weird thing to me. Like, if something jumps out at me i feel like i'm gonna be fucking trying everything i can and they i don't think they have like i i can't it's been so long since i've seen the franchise i don't think that they have like claws or that they really attack like like their little legs that wrap around the back of your right but there's not like they're not they don't have things that are digging into your face and there's not a tool for them to attack it feels like aside from just gripping your fucking face once they get there and so it seems like he just and maybe i don't fucking know maybe he gave up i have no idea but it seems like i'm going down with more of a fight than just it jumps on me and i'm just there maybe he just has bad reflexes <laughs> maybe i'm wrong and i'm gonna die i don't know so they, oh i feel like you're there would be more of a struggle like who knows how strong they are right like, i mean we kind of get later ideas of it when ripley like fights one off when it's on top of her that like this 105 pound woman could fight off <laughs> but i don't know <laughs> like i get it once it's on your face and you have something down your throat and it's yeah. just got your neck I, that makes sense like if it catches you by surprise and you just fucking you get impregnated like okay i you can do think you would be trying to pull it off for some amount of right time. right i get how the tail, tail could choke you out because that wraps around your neck right so you might not like be fighting for too long but like it does seem like you have <laughs> some amount of fight in you so they bring him back. They bring him back on board, even though Ripley doesn't want him to come aboard because they because she knows that something he could this be infected like, with something. This is the part of the movie where I feel like it veers off into like kind of craziness. Because a, from my understanding too, like these guys, nobody's really like that good of friends. Like on the board, like or are they? Like I don't know. Ripley didn't seem like it. Ripley's definitely new to the crew. The android science officer who you don't know is an android is definitely new to the crew. Yep. Maybe the rest of the people are friends. I don't know. He was kind of a late addition. But without any kind of regulations, the very first thing in my head would be like, well, this dude's fucked. And the second thing would be like, <laughs> you can't bring that back. <laughs> yeah. like, See you later. Like this thing melted through his face mask. <laughs> his I would think he was just dead. Hey, and even if it showed him not being dead, I was like, he's going to die. Because <laughs> we're leaving his ass. That fucking uh, alien is humping his face. Yeah. I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. 
I'm not dealing with that. No, like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think on a logical basis, not right. like on a scared basis. Just being on a like, this is stupid to bring this up. <laughs> and if you didn't think of that, I would think when she brought it up, then then it would be like, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, we can't really bring that. I get why the science officer opens the door because he's under different orders, right? And he's a machine. He seems super fucking nefarious. Yeah. Well, he's, I think he like malfunctions, plus he has orders, so it's like double bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've never understood, too, why the androids in the Alien franchise are filled with semen. That's <laughs> so, Every time one gets cut open, they just go like they got bukkake all over. <laughs> so this actually does bring us into uh, the Alien TV series. Um, because the Alien TV series on FX, because we figure out that, um, Ash is some, he has some other orders, um, which to me, it always felt like he's had them before he ever stepped on this. Cause he, he was a late addition to the crew, yeah, it you does, know, it does seem like they sent them out to that part of space to, to do it on purpose, right? And so this, the, the so they announced a uh, a FX TV series that's going to explore the Alien universe, and it's going to be pre Alien, but it's not going to have anything to do with, as far as I've been, as far as I've read, it's not going to have anything to do with Prometheus or Covenant. Um, it kind of seems like maybe a few thousand years before Alien or something, um, but. To me, it seems like this might explore because this is going to take place somewhat on Earth. Yeah. So it might explore how we already know about these creatures, and that's how Ash has his orders to like bring one home so we can study it. Because otherwise, that seems super out of place, especially with the fact of what you just said is unless they're super, super close to where they were, which it doesn't seem like it, that the the like radio wave to be like, hey, we just fucking found something crazy is going to take much longer than a day or two which i don't know how long this takes it's not it seems like it it's like a day and a half i know it's like several minutes from mars to here which if this is like another planetary system like i would assume long time <laughs> and so it's it seems illogical if we're following the sense that maybe this is a a maiden voyage or some kind of early space travel it seems real weird that a radio wave get, would get to earth fast enough to for them to be like okay you're you have new orders bring something home like i feel like he, that's just how he, he was programmed that way and so i'm excited to hopefully that this explores some of that about kind of how we they got to be how we know about them why ripley was up there to begin with yeah. uh, but i don't know it seems like <laughs> there are other aliens to, like the thing that i thought too is like perhaps they don't know what kind of alien it is just that it's an alien cuz in aliens there's one part where the marines are talking about like bug hunts and things like this so there are definitely other kind of aliens out there right to some degree that might be similar to this or whatever and the TV show is going to be produced by Noah Howley. Um, he's done Legion and one other popular TV show, but I can't remember what it was now. Um, yeah. Legion. Here, let me jump into Noah Howley. I'm pretty sure he's done two pretty popular, two pretty popular things. I don't know. I'm unsure. I think they're both on FX, too. There's a Legion movie that had a TV show, but I thought the TV show was called something else. Um, Legion, the American superhero television show on oh, FX. Okay. 
uh, Marvel Comics, David Haller, Legion. It was produced by FX Productions in association with Marvel Television. And Fargo, I think, is the other one that's he's, that is pretty famous for from 14 to now. Yeah, Fargo is, has its lovers, which I don't – I think Fargo is such a weird fucking show. <laughs> and I think that's why – so, uh, John well, – I got a ton of, of Instagram comments about this, but John uh, – I can't remember his last name. My friend, our artist friend, he he said the same thing. He's like, I I really really enjoy the producer or the you know the guy who's going to create it, and I think that that's I think that's going to give us something a little bit more than just aliens, raw kind of scary shit, you know. Which I think is what has carried this franchise for so long that when shit like Prometheus and Covenant came out. They were a little bit more frowned upon because they were way, way. They tried to be much deeper than a normal alien film. But I think the key where there is tried, right? Like I don't think the deepness of them was deep, like at all, right? Like I felt like it was very lackluster. I mean, I don't hate them like as much as everybody else. I don't. I like both. of them. I think they're visually cool looking, and they make. They don't make a lot of sense, though. <laughs> it's like if you are this like advanced species that is seeding the universe. And, I mean, advanced isn't like you were advanced before we even were seeded on the planet. Right. Um, you had no way of detecting that this ship flying in there might mean you harm on your home planet. Like, there's no radio communications. <laughs> there's no, hey, this bitch won't talk to us. It's flying with this fucking... Back missile door open, like oh no, it's dropping shit on us. Like I just that whole scene, like I liked the movie, but like how David did that, accomplished that, killing them all, I thought was just super fucking weird and not good. So I think they would act. A, they're more ruthless than we are. We find out. Seems like yeah, and we are. Go steal a fucking helicopter. And fly it over a city and slowly go to land without telling anybody what you're doing. <laughs> and you're going to get a missile up your ass real fast. Like, real, real fast. <laughs> like, so, to think that you could do this to a species way more advanced than us and way more ruthless than us, like, doubtful. So, when you, and so, what, we've, what we learned in Prometheus, what it seemed like we learned, and, and maybe, we, well, maybe we didn't, is that these these beings created this thing. And so you would think that if you created something, you would have a way to contain that something in the off chance that something crazy fucking happened. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he we did kind of start, isn't it becoming more of like a, a truth that we did probably create COVID in the lab? I don't. So, I, I haven't read anything in a long time. The last thing I read, which I thought was pretty recently, was that they did conclude that it ha- they thought it happened in wild. I, I think could that, be wrong. I do think that you could create something that gets out of your control. But especially because it seems like that's why you created it. Right. Was to get out of control and that you drop it on other planets. And they even said, like, they're developing it on a world that's not their world. Right. Because, like, it seems like... It seems like they've taken into consideration what you said and gone, like, this thing's too fucked up. We can't. We're not even doing it on our own planet. But you would have, I, I mean. would you even make it? <laughs> like, I don't care that you're a ruthless species. Like, at what point would you go, like, we made life there. We don't want it to be there anymore. <laughs> now we will create super giant, like, 
fucking ant things that murder you <laughs> relentlessly. That's the only thing they do is just murder, murder, murder. Like, what's the point of that? And then, like, uh, when you get a, now you have a planet of super murders. Yeah. <laughs> you would need to al- annihilate the whole yeah. planet. But even then, you've probably got cave systems of some kind. Like, I don't think you can completely rid a planet of something. And I feel like the old tried true test to just blow it up probably still holds pretty. <laughs> pretty quick so if i'm an evil genius i'm creating an antidote to the poison that i'm creating and so to me it makes sense like i get it they're going off site to experiment with it which makes complete sense but you i i would think that well, a super have, smart being they might have that like because like but it feels like as, he wiped their whole fucking planet off the face of the earth well, I don't know if we know that's their home planet, but it also... I think he said that he took them to their home planet in that maybe. movie. Maybe. I don't actually think, logically, a species of that size would have a home planet anymore, <laughs> but... Uh, okay, that makes sense. I think sense. you would have multiple. That makes sense. But also, it seems like there was some kind of festival where everyone was gathered in a city where they all got fucked simultaneously. <laughs> but you didn't see any, like cities and shit elsewhere it no was just like this one big but you're right like i'm guessing they have some kind of military yeah. like what like they just let it happen they didn't destroy the ship that's what i'm saying because there's like, there's people if you if you have this technology slow mode it, like, <laughs> but even if it did you yeah. probably have other ships that have not succumbed to the craziness that's happening down there oh yeah so you're blasting that fucking ship out of the sky yeah, like you're not just letting it overcome your whole planet it's weird it's, a, it's a weird become, thing like, weird non-technological pacifists over time, <laughs> maybe? I don't know. That's why I said, is like those movies leave like, there are a lot of holes in those movies. Because there's, su- there's supposed to be two more. Yeah. They didn't gain a ton of traction, but there were supposed to be two more following it that would lead into the ship that was stuck on LV whatever in Alien. Yeah. In March of this year, which is still, we're six days in, uh, it was reported that a new Alien movie set separately from the before from the Hulu TV series is being directed by Fetty Alvarez and produced by Ridley Scott, who created the Alien movie in 1979, and he helped create the two, the Prometheus and Alien Covenant. And so uh, Alvarez pitched the idea to Scott years ago, now they're getting the opportunity to make it. So it seems like they're... Ridley Scott is attaching himself to another alien film, but that has nothing to do with the two previous that he made, and it doesn't have anything to do with the series that's getting made. So it seems really, really weird. Unless they throw a fucking surprise out there, I, I don't know. Fetty Alvarez, the only thing I know that he did that uh, comes to mind, I believe, is the Evil Dead. The new Evil Dead. Um, it's like, so clearly, like we have, I mean, historical references. Like It seems like generated worlds or created worlds, like what you would call this, do better when they are all one thing. Like, you got, like, the Marvel, the MCU. You got, like, Star Wars had to retcon out a bunch of bullshit to, like, get back on track. And, like, <laughs> somewhat makes sense because the second they opened the door of, like, do whatever you want, people did a lot of weird shit. Right. It just didn't fit Star Wars very well. So they got to get rid of all of it and come back together. And this just seems like they're just letting that happen again. They're just like, <laughs> all right, you make a show. What is the show about? We don't care. You make a movie. What is the movie about? Nah, we don't give a fuck. Like, to me, like, you have to... If I'm in charge of the Alien franchise, I am retconning right after two. One and two go together. You don't like three. I think I personally kind of like three in a way, but I think three takes the series. Three just continues down the path of Ripley's important aliens, not important. Right. To me. And 
A, we're not talking about the comics. I think the comics were a much better three if you made a movie than two than three was. It continues down the same line that one and two are going. Down. Right. But and then you start from there and you make a world like you develop a world of we and you start explaining everything like how did they know about shit? Why are they trying right. to get it so bad? Like you know what's. Obviously, you could use it militarily, but it kills enough of your fucking people trying to gather it up. It's not worth it. <laughs> like, is there like maybe a war like between us and the you know creator right. aliens? Like, I think that would be much more interesting. I like the TV show idea. I, I, I really do like the TV show because you have a lot more time to flesh something out that you because because in because the first two movies especially created such without knowing it. I feel like created such a grandiose. Like, what the fuck are these? Like, where did this come from? The other dude wasn't a human who first appeared, so now we've got this other species as well. You know, and it created a really, really big world that could do, could use with a TV show to explain some of it. Like, I don't necessarily, I'm the guy who's like, that movie didn't fucking tell me anything. I didn't understand any of it, and I don't get it. Like, I, if I understand some of it, and I know what you were trying to get across, and I still don't get it, cool. Leave it alone. Like, that's fine. But to me, that's Alien 3 as well, though. It's like Alien 3 just has nothing to do with the Alien universe. It just has to do with there is an alien with Ripley. Right. And Alien Ripley can't seem to rid herself of it. <laughs> and it was just straight disrespectful to, like, Hicks and Newt as characters. <laughs> you grow to, like, like these characters. They're just, like, murdered in the so uh, we and jumped every- we jumped backwards and forward, but they bring the alien on ship. The chest burster happens, which looks pretty cheesy. Oh, uh, but it's seventy nine. Like I'll give it a little bit of special uh, effects leeway. <laughs> and then it grows into a giant xenomorph, and it terrorizes the whole fucking ship. And that's pretty much the whole movie, which, that which never, is fine. That I want an explanation on too is like how they do that, how they grow so fast. Yeah, I get, like animals can grow faster than humans, but we're talking like four hours. Like, didn't eat anything. Was like, and now it's huge. Like, I still know that like something must ingest things to grow in some way, whether it's photosynthesis or through eating. Like, and those aliens, like, you have to have somewhere for the mass to come from. Yeah, I mean, there's, there, yeah, it's weird, but I mean, it is. It just, at this point, it's something like you just, oh shit, that thing's going to be huge in a few hours. Like, you've just swept it under the rug at this point. At the end, it's like 10 feet tall. It's like, you know, it's like surprising the captain in the corridor. I've, they've tried to deal with aliens the same way, too. Like, let's get it in a corridor. I'm like, how about let's. Go to a big room with one opening and nothing below it and nothing above it and one entry, and we get the back of that room and we get guns. <laughs> <laughs> they do it in aliens a little bit, but they forget, like, the, oh shit, they're ceiling <laughs> I would, I, I mean, I would. You'd almost be like, "What's? Where's the?" Because you think that they have, they do, they have escape pods. I, I think is what it was. They can, for some reason, this. Because they escape in it at the end, right? Well, she, she does. does. Well, I, it I seems like it's big. You see it being big, right? That you wouldn't want to leave. Because like this thing bursts out of someone's chest. I feel like we could probably contain that. <laughs> you know, it's the size of a chihuahua. <laughs> like I feel like, yeah, we could deal with the chihuahua alien. 
But the first time someone sees it, they're like, yeah, it's like 10 feet. Like, the black guy says it. He's like, it's like a man big. Like, <laughs> well, like, okay, we when it was a chihuahua big, it <laughs> murdered somebody. So if it's a man big, let's get the fuck out of but here. But then they're like, let's use the escape pod. And they're like, it can't sustain four people. And that bitch looks huge by the time she gets in it. I'm like, fuck that. Like, we'll just cram in there. We'll lay on top of each other. Hey, it's fine. Have we learned nothing since Titanic that like... <laughs> The lifeboat has to be big enough for all the people on the boat, <laughs> or enough of them. You got seven people on a thing that can hold twenty million tons of ore, and like the escape pod fits too. Like. So I'm what I'm doing is getting in the escape pod and making it so that autopilot fucking rams into the LV whatever it was, so and it explodes it. That alien can chill out there. Or I'm escaping. I don't even care what it. To me, I don't care what it does. Like you're doing extra shit. I'm just getting on the escape pod and leaving. It's a floating brick in space. It could float there indefinitely. <laughs> like, if it's not, like, even making noises, like, it would be almost nearly impossible to fly. That's true. Like, You're right. But if the military wants to go back and scoop it up, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm getting out of there. <laughs> Ripley, like, cares way too much about that. I feel like I would care in a room far away from it with my thoughts where I got to sit down and go, like, yeah, we probably shouldn't let that come back <laughs> But while it's murdering my friends, I'm like, escape pod, leave. <laughs> like, there's too much conversation going. And I, and I would be like, look, I don't care how much – I'm taking my chances. Yeah. Four of us are fitting in that fucking escape pod somehow, and we're taking our chances. Like, this thing is doubled, quadrupled fucking thousandth in size, yeah. and it's eating fucking people now. So at, it's at time to point, go. At that point, too, like, does it stop getting bigger? <laughs> Like, this thing could be the size of an RV. That's true. In two days. Like, we don't know. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, so I, there's too much contemplating. I think you're right. You're probably right. Uh, it's got a 98% critic score and a 94% audience score. So it is well, well loved. I still am up there with, like, loving the movie. But it's like, I think it has a lot of holes when you get to, like, sit back and look at it. Definitely... It's getting a bump from when it came out. Oh, yeah. Like, when it came out, like, it was huge. But, like, the do people do the dumb thing at every given chance? Like, yes. Like, this is – I don't know if this is the beginning of that <laughs> in horror movies. I But it seems like it's just when the captain goes off alone and everybody else is just, like, trying to talk to him. Like, <laughs> why? Why not have everybody right there with you? Like, one with a pitch act. <laughs> Alien Aliens has one percentage lower on the critic side and exactly the same audience score. That so, to me is like, to me that's like nerd culture wanting to be. I don't know exactly. I feel like nerds want to have that like we got their first thing, and I think that's what that score is because Aliens is a superior film to this movie everywhere. Right. Like it has better action. The graphics. The graphics are better. Like the story makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> Like, I mean, this story makes pretty sad. There's not much of a story. It's alien gets on board and then shit goes crazy. That's like that's the whole sense to me. It's like where, (laughs) like I said, dude, like the thing pops out of the dude's chest, and I'm maybe on board for killing it. Then I'm maybe on board for leaving the ship. Then (laughs) the second someone else sees it and goes, "It's huge," and it's already killed somebody else, I'm like, "We're fucking leaving." (laughs) Like. Everyone get thing that can kill that. Let's get the fuck out of here. You're on a tiny vehicle floating through space. Like, it's not... Like, so it's like Predator. Like, it's the beginning of the Predator series, right? They're at home on the planet in a forest with lots of weapons. 
and they are still like, we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> There's one alien hunting. Right. It's like they have like they have a um logical approach to things <laughs> like there's a helicopter landing we're gonna get the fuck out of here <laughs> maybe once working nature goes crazy at the end he's killed all his friends then he <laughs> decides to Schwarzenegger it but <laughs> well at that point you probably figured out you can't run away from it either right right but this thing is like no you can run away from this thing it's just crawling around right looking for it's in the murder. ducts yeah yeah you, I, I think that's the biggest. Uh, obviously, you know, we we all would say that. Obviously, that's the biggest thing that these kinds of films are really, really bad at. If there's a group of five, if there's a group of thirty, we're all going somewhere at the same fucking time. There, we're not letting f- two people go here and three people go there. Like that doesn't work. Like those people are dying. Probably you're going as a group wherever you're fucking going because you don't want anything to get fucked up. And if you're gonna get fucked up, you're gonna do it together. Like it just is. Like that's one thing I think I've learned in, in shitty situations is you don't split up. Well, if you you're getting the, like, if you're getting haunted, if there's a ghost in your house, you stay together. So let's go. We'll zoom forward to a movie that has nothing to do with this movie. Okay, The Mist. The black guy in The Mist. I forget his name. He thinks everybody in the store is full of shit that's talking about monsters. He still gets a group of people before he <laughs> Like he, he thinks that the mist outside is just ordinary fog and that this is a bunch of bullshit and everybody's losing their minds. And he still is like, all right, I need ten people because I'm not a dumbass. I'm going to walk around outside by myself. There's some chance some shit's out there. <laughs> Something might – I might stub a toe. I might need help back. Like, and in this movie, the captain's like, I got this. And that is like, oh, man. For nostalgia and because I do like – I mean there's something about it still makes me like the movie. I think I'm in the 80s though. I'm not in the 90s. I think I'm like an 88, 85, somewhere in that range. But it, it's the hard. scene where the alien like pops out to get the captain to is super hokey looking now. Like Very. The two – I would say the two scares in the movie are very hokey looking. Like where it pops out of the chest. It looks like they put it on wheels and rolled <laughs> out of there. <laughs> Like and again, I get when it was shot that that must have been cool as fuck. Like right, effects. but it's not today. And the part where like he's crawling and he looks up and the aliens like yes, <laughs> like comes to get him. It just that part looks super stupid too. The outside at the end, it, it looks awful. Yeah, it looks bad. It looks like it looks like a dude. It looks like a dude in a suit, and that's exactly what's happening when he's blasted outside into yeah. the ship. It doesn't. That doesn't look okay. The, the the thing it does the best is when it's you're right on top of his face and it's fucking just dripping. Whatever it's dripping, his mouth is kind of coming out. That's the best thing about that. There's movie. One other scene those. where it's killing somebody too, and it looks okay. But like, yeah, they. Once you pull back too much, it's rubbery. <laughs> the second movie, too, they look badass in the second yeah. movie. So oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like The second movie is just best. Swimming and shit, I believe. Yeah, yeah they're, the they're cool. That's is it the, the third? That's the fourth movie where they swim. Is it the fourth one? Jesus yeah. Christ. It's, and the fourth one is garbage. <laughs> I'll still watch it. I'll still watch it. I'll watch them all. Alien 3 has a 45% critic score and a 46% audience score. I didn't think Alien 3 was very good at all. Um, as far as a movie goes, I still, I That's would, the I would prison say, one. I think I watched it the most as a kid though. Cause I bet it was like most around the time of when I was a kid being able to watch like that. Alien resurrection has a 54% critic score, which is up from alien three and a 39% audience score. Alien resurrection is terrible. <laughs> they turned it into like some weird cyberpunk movie and made some like special needs alien at the end. It was very bizarre. <laughs> 
Prometheus has a 73% audience score and a 60 or a critic score, 63% audience score. And Alien Covenant has a 65% critic score and a 55% audience score. Yeah, the third so, movie is the worst according to all the things. The yes. Yeah, except for audience. The audience score goes lower in Resurrection than in uh but it, it's hard because the I was not alive for either one of these first two movies that we would consider probably the best like, of the whole I was whole alive, career. but I was like two. I wasn't alive. And so for me, do you like, because I'm sure, because each one of those audience scores has over 250,000 ratings. Yeah. So to me, is it one of those things where it's like it was the first of what it is, and that's why it's rated as high as what most people generally consider to be the better film in two. I don't know. I do know that, like, say, I think this movie does a good enough job generating, like, tension that even today, had I never watched it before and I watched it, I would come away like, that's pretty badass. Right. Even though I would still see all the flaws. Right. But the fact that I have seen it, like, ten times and I'm watching it today... It's definitely harder to ignore the glaring flaws. <laughs> I don't think most people watch movies like that. So right. I think you do have a lot of people who have seen it once or twice or who saw it originally that are bumping that score up there. Yeah, because that's a lot of scores. And that, that's a lot of scores. I guarantee you show this to a 15-year-old kid today, he's giving it a 40, a 45. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just not going to do what it did then. Right. It's just a lot of scores for in my brain for it to to not average out correctly if yeah. if they didn't think it was as good as the second one. You know that's a that's a big uh, amount well, of people. There's also just the thing of people overrating things that they like. It's like could be. I definitely. I mean, I know you just like things, but I know that not that it's wrong, but it's just like there's not much more room to like something than a ninety. Right. It's like. Then the next thing comes out, even if it's a hundred times better, I mean you're still getting like a ninety eight right. or a ninety nine because right. like that's the top of the the thing. Right. And so I feel like it's getting some of that. But I feel like I don't know. If anyone's a fan of these genres of movies and you play them back to back and you then you rate them, I think that Aliens is gonna go higher than what it looks like. And that's that's kinda where I was asking, <laughs> like you, you said you're in the eighties. Do you think that the Alien 2 is correct in the 94, 97 I'm in the, range? I'm in the 90s in the Aliens, I think, holds up in almost every way. The acting is, I think, more logical. The people do more logical things besides the one unit of Marines. I don't understand <laughs> that, but um, everything looks sweet. The tank car is cool. Like, right. The fucking acting is cool. The violence is cool. The aliens look cool. They're, they handle it extraordinarily like I think people really would like they go in they think they're badasses because they're marines they get their ass kicked and they want to get the fuck down <laughs> which is what I think would happen <laughs> like you gotta get humbled before you leave I think if you took a group of <laughs> marines today and threw them in a situation that's exactly what they would do they're like if, say aliens were a normal thing right space travel is a normal thing if you took a bunch of like 18 to 25 year old Marines and you're like get out there I think they would go out there just like that like fuck yeah and then 80 of them get killed like or 80% die and, and they're like oh shit we gotta up. go like, we gotta get the fuck out of here <laughs> like we were wrong that's funny so we're I, I it's hard for me because I do think that Alien 2 is better and a lot of that comes from the way it looks 
you know, I, yeah, you're right. I, the, the story, the story of how like people react is probably better into as well. Yeah. I just don't think that the, the story in one is so dense and it's not in two either, but it's not so dense that for me, I can ignore it. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's just craziness. Shit's happening. You don't know what the fuck's going on. So you're probably not thinking straight in one, you know, but there's less people in one. There seems to be a lot more people into where they're like, okay, this is what we're doing. And it's like, okay, that makes more sense. Well, to me, everything about two makes more sense. Like you get that there's a corporate greed element from the beginning. You understand where it comes from. You understand why the guy's doing it. He's trying to stay alive and away from the weird crazy shit while trying to figure out a way to get the alien back safe. Right. Like he's not just some dumbass. <laughs> he's like, let's just bring it up. I mean, he fails, but he's, He's making an effort right. to do what he thinks, you know, to get money for whatever reason. Right. Like, they, when they start risking their lives towards the end, it's for, like, a little kid, which I feel like a lot of people would do that right. for a little kid. Like, me and same age as me person, I don't know, definitely not. Like, at the end of that, like, <laughs> fuck, you're on your own. You're an adult. You want to come go? We'll yeah. go. <laughs> if, like, if we're really good friends, like, Marines are Marines with each other, I get it. If there's, like, a little kid involved, I get it. You know, old person, I get it, but it's just like, yeah, that first movie, it's like, do I know? I don't even know you. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. That's funny. So we like it. We, if you somehow have not seen this fucking movie, you yeah. should definitely go watch both of them. I, I would say watch all of them. Honestly, I like Prometheus and I like Alien yeah. Covenant for what they are. You, you know, they're different. They tried to tell a different story, which is fine. I'm okay with that. You know, I do hope and wish that somehow it, it'll figure itself out and it'll come back to where it was supposed to go, but who knows? We'll, well see. I think it's why you don't just hire someone who has a history of doing sci-fi well. Like, the new Battlestar Galactic. I don't know who did that. Get that guy. Like, he took a one-season show that was kind of well-liked, that was hokey and weird, and had some cool elements back in the day, and turned it into, like, one of the best sci-fi ch- shows ever. Right. Like, widely argued. Like, But, I mean... Like, you, get that dude. You're talking about Ridley Scott. No, who, for the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was R- like... Ridley Scott, I mean, he has the Ridley Scott pass. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's... I don't think it's... As well-deserved as people give him credit for. But I, I, I think that that's why they hired him to he, come yeah. back. Well, that's what I'm saying is he has the past. Right. It's like George Lucas. Like everybody puts – I don't even put George Lucas on a pedestal. I think he had one good idea, ran with it. If you viewed it in a vacuum today, like to a 15-year-old kid, like I said, it's getting a 45 or 50. <laughs> like there's a, there's a lot of like nerd nostalgia that I don't understand. Like that I do understand, but I don't get it. Like when I go back and watch like – I have a Power Rangers fan. If I go back and watch the first Power Rangers, it's stupid as fuck. It's terrible. I can admit that. Right. I know why I liked it. But at I, the time. I watched it. Yeah, yeah. And I know that there are elements of that you could keep doing, and I would still like it. But that doesn't mean it was good. Right. And like that same shit, I think exists in Alien, and it exists in Star Wars. I hate to say it, I think it does. I think the first three movies, I still can watch them and enjoy them because I liked them, and I can remember when I liked them. But I know they're not that good. Right. Like. But I don't know. They did yeah. something different. I think that's what I think that's what made people fall in love with them. If I was Disney, I'd put the Lukes on a bus. I'd be like, bro, you don't like you did that, and then you had all the tools in the world on the next three, and you did not well with those. <laughs> so, see ya. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
like I said, we liked it. Go check them out. Uh, TOTLB.com, Thinking Outside the Long Box, uh, Facebook.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box. Check us out on YouTube. Are still rating that? Um, I, we, we can if you want to. I don't know if two people rating things at this point is, is uh, a big thing. Uh, but I, I would probably be in the low 90s, honestly. It's, it's still cool to me. I'd be in the high 80s, like I said. Like 88. So, uh, at, at Outside Long Box, check out the YouTube channel. Uh, otherwise, we'll catch you on the next one. I've been Juan. I'm Doyle. And we will see you later. Bye. Pussies. Whoa. <laughs>